the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today, the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, good to see you as well. Hope Thanks, that, John. Uh, you are fine today. It's, a, it's another odd, weird day, right? We're in this cycle again, again where there's a massive school shooting. We all express shock and fear and outrage and heartbreak. And then we go on with our lives. And then a few days later, it happens again. And we all express fear and shock and outrage and sadness. And it goes on. And then we happen again and again and again and again. It's the sick game we play with ourselves, and there's no end in sight, is there? No, and I'm not sure how to manage all that. I think I mean, that's the problem, right? Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you do? What's the response? Uh, you can't legislate this away, can you? Well, you can try to legislate it away. When we, I mean, What do you do? I don't know. We're going to have the gun conversation. I mean, I think the gun conversation is part of the conversation. Of I is. don't think that's all of the conversation. Well, no, I think that's where we go there's wrong. No, there's no ma- magic. I think that's where we go wrong. If here. we're pro-gun, we think that guns have nothing to do with this conversation. If we're anti-gun, we think guns are the only thing to blame. Yeah. And I don't think that either one of those is right. I think that we need to talk about guns, and I think we need to talk about the fact that they don't shoot themselves. Right. And, of course, there is, as the president said today, a mental illness issue to all this. There is um, fatherlessness issues involved. There's just a general malaise of angry, what, a curtain that is enfolding here, us here in the United States. But at the core of it all, right, it's our our lost hope. It is. We are just a people who live in despair Mm -hmm. and within that despair there is anger turned outward and inward dennis prager who's a syndicated host on our network uh said something a few shootings back a few shootings back yeah god help us i know they're really stuck in my head and he said we've become so secular in our outlook in america that we only look for secular answers when something like this happens And so I was challenged by that, and I thought, you know, okay, so when something like this occurs again, I don't have a secular outlook. So I have to look for other things. I have to say, yeah, guns are a problem. And I don't mean to offend anyone who's a gun owner. It's okay. um, Because most gun owners are careful about the equipment that they have and know that the the power that they could wield. Um, But we still have to talk about guns. I, I don't understand why... Our legislators seem incapable of actually modeling for us as citizens a modicum of decency in that conversation so that there could be some give and take. Because and there's, there's give, money involved. There's no, right. There's so, campaign contributions right, so we, involved. So, you know, they're, they're not modeling that for us. But 
So if we're going to look at this through a non-secular perspective, what we have a vacancy in our hearts. We lack a backbone. Yeah. We lack a moral backbone you, in our leaders. Oh, so you think our leaders don't have a backbone? Yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking about the citizenry, though. I think we have, we have vast swaths of hopelessness. And, you know, reading about this kid that perpetrated this horrible crime, he was a person of despair himself. He'd lost both of his parents. He was a loner. He was not able to associate with people. But here's the thing. I know a bunch of loners, and they're not shooting up schools. No. Um, so I think but, we you know, can. He was I think, also torturing animals, right, which is right. another indicator of that of course. deep mental illness, right. all that. Look, I mean, we have this conversation. But it's not. Here's the again thing. Again and again okay. and again and again and again. I'm sick of it. I know. So I think we're all sick of it. But I also think that, you know, it kind of came to me this morning as I was tossing all these things around in my head is we talk about mental illness a lot. Most 99.9% of the people who have mental illness aren't not shooting up high schools either. I agree. So it's not like we can. I mean, look, how many of us are diagnosed with some kind of mental illness? Many. Yeah. Most. So. That's not it either. That's a part, again, it's a part of the story. But there also is an element of evil that we have to talk about. Yeah, but we Kath, have to talk about it. There's evil all over the world. But what separates the evil in the United States from the evil in Great Britain or Australia well, or I, New Zealand or wherever? It's all the same. Nothing separating. No, it's all the same. It's our quick and easy access to guns. Clearly. I mean, it is. And people are going to get mad. How dare I say that? But that's the fact. That's the truth. I mean, seriously, any coconut can walk into a gun store and get himself a gun pretty that's much. That's not true. No, that's not true. Look, not there, any coconut hey, can, go, can go into a gun shop. There, are many, gun. there are many safeguards in place, but more often than not, it's quick and easy and available. Well, you know I, that. No, no I, don't, I, think, I think that the black market of finding weapons is what is completely out of control. That is completely it's out of control. Market, it's, look, the black market. Look, the majority of these guns that are used in school shootings are, are purchased legally. Well, I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I haven't. I don't know that. Yesterday it was. Yeah, yesterday it was. Yesterday it was. But I think so. Okay, so you can talk about cracking down on what? How would you fix that? Would you? Would you? Would you put more safeguards in place so that you have to how, – what would you have to pass to get a weapon? Why in America do we need semi-automatic weapons? Okay. Well, Why do a, we need that? Okay. So we can have that conversation. Why do we need that? I don't feel like I'm – to, to I'm not end. a gun owner. This is a world I don't understand. If I'm a hunter and I'm going to go shoot a deer, do I need to have right. you know multiple rounds and seconds to come out of that gun? I don't think so. What's the point of that? For sport? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But what thrill is that? And then what cost do you pay for that thrill? I don't get that. It's a right to bear arms. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, in the sure, Constitution. Sure, sure. I mean, but but it's okay. the right to die in a school. Right. Well, well, look, it's in the Constitution. So if you're going to not have it be in the Constitution, then the people of the country need to vote in that regard. I mean, it's not going to happen magically, and it should not happen. It'll never come up for a vote. It should never happen through the courts. That has to be something that Americans vote on. It has to be. It'll never come up for a vote. Well, that's well, that's the only way. The it's NRA change. is way too powerful. Well, I. N- Look, okay, so you can you can look at any major lobbying group and say they're too powerful. So Planned Parenthood's too powerful. Does it? I mean, we're yeah. not going to fight. Well, of course, but and so st- that's why abortion is available okay, and so free at every street corner. But we're still fighting that, and fight. we're still murdering people. But, okay, so but we're still fighting that fight. So I mean, it's murdering not that you just it's not that you just it's not that you just say that and say that you're giving up. 
I mean, I, I'm not. Isn't I'm, this sick and disgusting? It is. It's I mean, look revolting. At these, it's, it's unbelievable. It's mid February, and this is our 18th school, school know, shooting of the year. I know. We're crazy sick. We are. It's a mental illness that pervades yep. this country, and people are frozen in fear and unwilling and unable to address mm-hmm. the issue. Yeah. But the reason because that of gun pe- issues. No, but listen, the reason that people are unable to discuss it is because you because you need to be able to sit across the table from somebody who's a gun owner and hear what they have to say. We do do that. Okay. So, and that person who's sitting across the table from you who's a gun owner needs to hear what you have to that say. That doesn't happen real well. That does Well, it doesn't happen very well in either direction. That's the problem. Is that a conversation That's needs to happen. That's part of the problem. The conversation needs to happen. There's too many guns, too many crazy people. That's the problem. Take a break. Come back. we got lots more ahead. My email is johnhall at wordfm.com. Feel free to contact me. Be back in just a few minutes. WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. The book of Revelation is the greatest manual for what it means to be an overcoming Christian you will ever find. If you want to be victorious and get in on the victory that Christ has already wrought at the cross, the book of Revelation outlines various steps for those who will overcome. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series Escape the Coming Night next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. What kind of sleeper are you? Are you a back sleeper, a side sleeper, or are you a rotisserie chicken? You just keep turning. Me? I'm a mystery sleeper. Sometimes I wake up and I think, how did I get here? Hey, this is John Hall, and no matter what position you take on sleep, my pillow will make sure it's comfortable. If you haven't tried my pillow yet, inventor Mike Lindell has a terrific new offer this month for word listeners. It's his four-pack special. That's two full-size my pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Great for long trips in the car, the plane, or hotel. That reminds me, they're even machine washable and dryable. Sometimes I just like to fluff it up a bit. Just toss it in the dryer with a damp towel. It comes out just like it came out of the box. Plus, it comes with Mike's 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Use the promo code WORD to get the four-pack special. Or go to MyPillow.com. Be sure to use the promo code WORD. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I had a lot of credit card debt, and I couldn't pay my bills. So I reached out and contacted Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. They were able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off $15,000. 
$1,000 in 18 months. It's a godsend. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I think when it comes to an issue like we have in America, we are in desperation because we need, we want, I mean, I said to John, I said in, uh, when we were off the air, I said, your problem is you don't know who to yell at because there's, what do you, you're yelling into the wind because all we do is see this happen over and over and over again. And I just, look, I don't want to come down hard on gun owners either, but I have to be honest with you and say that we've got a second amendment and we're going to lose the right to have weapons, and I don't have any weapons, but if you have weapons, you better know. You're about to lose the right to have weapons because there are people that have blown it for you. Okay? So that's just the way it is. I mean, if if it comes to us having to keep our schools safe or vote for an amendment to rescind, or to rescind the second, we're, look, it's going to have to happen. That's never going to happen. That is never going to happen. Okay. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's never going to happen. I'm not even going to say I think it should happen. I'm saying I am desperate for an answer and I don't have it. I mean, look, here's the thing. Say we ban guns, which first off, <laughs> the thought is preposterous. Of course We've been it is. trying to clean our country of guns. That's just a preposterous idea. But the darkness of the human heart is going to find a way to come out. How many people did the kid kill at Franklin Regional? He didn't have a gun. He didn't kill anybody at Franklin Regional. Yeah, he did. People were injured. They, they weren't killed. I thought there was a person who was killed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many people were injured at Franklin Regional? 12? 20. 15? Okay, so that's not good either. It's still at it's the root. Now, it would have been, we're guessing, worse if he had a gun. But it's still horrible that he had a knife. So there's still what I'm saying is there's a deeper issue that we have to think about other than the weapon that was used. There is darkness here in this country that we we got to do something with. We have to do something about. We're not going to do anything about it. Well, do you what, think after the tw- gonna- Listen. Do you think after those 21st graders were killed at Sandy Hook that this country would have screwed up enough courage to do something about this? I, but, they did not. But they don't and know. And so now what, multiple but, gun but shootings in schools later. they don't what to do. That's the problem. It's not that it's not that nobody wants to do anything. It's that they don't know what to do. There are great and wonderful minds in this country. Clearly, we can reach a consensus, well, but people are frozen in fear. We don't reach a consensus. Yeah, of course. That's the problem. Because we. I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? I think the answer is clear. You know what to do. Yeah. You ban automatic weapons. Okay. So if you ban automatic weapons, that would – I'm on your side. I think what about pistols? I think that's a step forward. Ban them. Okay. You can't. Ban automatic weapons. That's not an automatic weapon. Okay. So what if it's not an automatic? Would you not ban uh, – here, here's the – all I'm saying is that this is a deep problem. When you have people going into a, a space and they're able to shoot, you know – multiple bullets in tens of seconds that clearly that's wrong oh, okay that's wrong okay but stabbing somebody at franklin regional is wrong but yes yeah, so but what? that's not that wrong you're saying it's not as wrong it's just no it's as not wrong. as wrong it's not as wrong i mean because people didn't die from that kid okay they could have yeah, they, they, they didn't though they it, did it was not the intent to kill though john yeah well, but they didn't but the darkness of the heart is the same 
but the tools used okay. in the darkness right. of the heart so are great. not. So I'm happy to talk about tools, but I'm saying there is another problem, which is people want to kill people in schools. That's the problem. That's the deep problem. Why is that? Why do kids want to kill kids in schools? That's the problem. Yeah. So if we want to ban, look, I don't have a weapon. I'm not a gun owner. I don't, I don't have any dog in this fight. I don't feel any way about this. All I know is the kids want to kill kids in schools. That's our problem. I don't know how to solve it, but it's that's our problem. It's not just kids problem. in school. It's people everywhere. Look at how many shootings there are in this in this country but it, but daily. Clear, I mean, so we could talk about churches. We could talk about you know Las Vegas. I know, but I think because the, because it's kids, that's the thing. You brought up Sandy Hook. That's the thing. That we okay. So how do we deal with the fact that kids want to kill kids in schools? You can ask why does somebody want to kill somebody in Las Vegas? That's a good question too. Or why does somebody want to shoot up a church and you know why does somebody want to get in a van and drive over a bunch of people in the middle of New York? Right, I know. It's the same thing. It's the we've got a problem with evil in the human heart. We it's just and and it it's turning in this unbelievably uh unexpectedly frightening way where it's it's the, the the term is right mass shootings do other countries suffer this not the same extent that we do exactly yeah not the extent. Enough so, said. so what's our problem do other countries suffer mass shootings no, like we do no no and why is that okay so our pro one of our problems is guns i'm saying that that's not our only problem I'm saying that's one of our problems. I'm not saying guns are the only okay, problem. Okay, well, I'm saying that it's not it. That's not it. I think it's one of the things. I don't think it's the only thing. I think it's the major thing. So I don't what? think it's the major thing. It's the major thing. I think it's a heart issue. There's heart issues all over the world. Are there mass shootings all over the world? Well, there are mass shootings all over the world, but there are not nearly as many anywhere as there are here. It's evil. Until Christ comes back... People will stop killing each other. There are ev- there's, believe me, there's evil all over the world. Evil all over, all over the world. But there's only particular mass shootings like there are here in the United States. But people will use States. any resource to kill – if they really want to kill someone, they will use any resource to kill someone. I sure think I think you're right about that. However, they're going to be able to kill more people faster with a gun. No doubt about that, which is proven because every couple of days there is another mass shooting in this country. Right. But here's my concern is that in our in our believe me, it's a good desire to fix this. It's easy for us to point at a weapon and think that that's the issue and we've solved it. And that's not how many gun owners do you know who've never shot any who's not have never shot up a I place. I get that. I understand that. I mean, but the preponderance I've, I've of never, that. I can't. I know so many gun owners. I don't have known a single one who's been involved in any violent anything. But it's of course, it's always the tiny percentage who creates the carnage. So how do you reduce that tiny percentage, right? By reducing the overall volume. It would at least help. It would at least help. Yes, of course it would. And But that, that conversation, this conversation is verboten in this country. No, I know. Well, it's not verboten. It's just because everybody yells is screaming at each other. I mean – Look, if you saw – and. You saw those videos yesterday of those children being murdered. Of course, but by you saying that, don't act like I don't care. I'm not saying that. I never said that at all. But But I'm just saying you see that and and we nod our head in America and go, 
boy, that sure is horrific. I know. And then and we then wait we a few like more days do and anything. go, boy, that sure is horrific too. And then in a few more days, it's just endless. I know. So what does it look like in five years or 10 years or 20 years? I mean, do we have to hide in our basements because we're afraid to go outside because there's crazy people running around with automatic weapons and guns and everywhere we go, we have to worry about it? Well, you sit in church and you're worried about being murdered in oh, church. What is the deal with that? We've lost our minds. Okay, so it has to be, though, does it not have to be a multi-pronged approach? Of course it is. There's, okay. no, there's no magic pill here okay. that's going to solve all everything. All right, so that's the thing. That's the thing that we all need to remember, regardless of what side we're on, is that there is no magic pill that here, takes this away. Here's the side we're on. We're on the side of life. We're in the yes, side of sanity. Yes. We're in the side of goodness Def- in and the, defending the, in the democracy. How many times have we talked about that? Our job as believers in Jesus is to defend the oppressed. I am right? not saying the by orphan, any stretch of the, the imagination widow. to take away guns from society. I am not saying that at all. Hear that clearly. But clearly there is also something wrong when we have this right. this weapon, these automatic weapons that can murder people in 15 minutes by the scores. That's wrong. Something has to be done. I'm not saying I'm anti-gun here. Get that right. But clearly there is something wrong in this country with the proliferation of how many guns there are. Right. And there is something wrong in this country with the fact that kids kill kids in schools. People kill people. Kids kill Every kids day in, in this country. Sure. And there's a but, – but let me – you want to be specific? Let me be specific. There's something sick about the fact that kids are killing kids in our schools. Take a break. Stick around. we got more ahead. It's the Ride Home with John and Kevin. Do you feel like you have to haggle in order to pay a fair price on a mattress? This is your wake-up call. This is Robin Trzynski. At the Original Mattress Factory, we offer our best possible price to every customer, every day. Since we own both the factory and the store, we can also make you a better bed that costs less than the other brand name mattresses. Sound too good to be true? It's not. When you buy an Original Mattress, you get both quality and value. No haggling required. OriginalMattress.com At the Original Mattress Factory, you experience more than just the mattress store. You experience a unique combination of a manufacturer and retailer. This factory direct concept is what makes the original mattress factory truly different and enables us to not only build you a better bed, but a better shopping experience as well. So stop by an original mattress near you and experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original, the original mattress factory. It's Allie. You may have heard me talking I have for years in Pittsburgh about how I lost 25 pounds in 30 days with YP10 weight loss system from Slim Me One. And Kevin, I do believe that the reason this works is because it's so easy to do. It is so easy to do. There's not a whole lot to have to think about. And then also seeing the weight coming off that scale each and every morning and the scale becoming your friend also makes it so simple to do that really keeps you motivated and knowing it's only a 30-day weight loss program and the results are every single day plus the compliments start showing up about a week in it's incredibly motivating and the most important thing is the frustration of failure is gone because i finally found something that works when you compare this to all those nationally advertised programs where it takes you six to nine months to lose 20 pounds and thousands of dollars by the time you're finished the yp10 weight loss system it's inexpensive it's 30 days and when you factor in all the money you save from the convenience food you don't eat for that 30 days it's almost free give it a try for yourself 
Go to SlimMe1.com and start today. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect your car or truck all winter long. Say goodbye to winter grind with an extreme detailing to help preserve the life and look of your vehicle. Got a new car? Protect your investment with TST Rust Remedy, the most effective rust control system you'll find anywhere. And spray-on bullet bed liners offer extreme protection tested in the most extreme conditions known to man. Call the Extreme Team now at 412-257-1006 or visit ExtremeTruck.net. 412-257-1006, ExtremeTruck.net. Sponsoring a child with compassion is the most effective way to end extreme child poverty. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name. Sponsor a child now at Compassion.com slash radio. A flood watch is in effect this evening through tomorrow afternoon. Tonight, we'll have rain heavy at times. Watch for localized flash flooding, low 45. Rain will end in the morning tomorrow. Otherwise, cloudy, breezy, and turning colder with temperatures falling into the 30s, going down to 21 tomorrow night. Saturday, a bit of snow will develop later in the afternoon and into the evening. Highs near 40. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Okay, we've opened up the black hole. <laughs> we have listen, fallen into the abyss. Listen, We're, we welcome your phone calls at eight hundred at eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. But if you're not respectful, you're off the air. Okay, all we're interested in is, I mean, you can feel passionately about it like we do, but you have to be respectful. That's all I'm saying. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Okay, we're talking about yesterday and the school shooting in Parkland, Florida. And we're talking about guns, and we're talking about mental illness, and we're talking about violence and societal issues and the lack of Jesus in the middle of this mm-hmm. this country. We're talking about all that. And so your comments are welcome at 800-320-8255. Let's go to the phones and speak with Steve. Steve, you're live on the air. Hey, John. Kathy. Hi. Hey, I'm, li- I'm listening to you on the way home. I listen to you every day. Thank you. And... uh this deal with the, with what happened, Don and Briar, this is horrible. Um, I don't think it's it's so much of the gun issue. It yes, these semi-automatic guns they do make it easier. Timothy McVeigh killed how many people in Oklahoma with a bunch of fertilizer shoved in a van? Which has since been banned. You can still get fertilizer. Not in that quantity. No. Uh, I'll bet if they want to, they can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. If you want to do evil, you can do evil. They, and it's been going on. It, it, it's a heart issue. Certain things make it easier to do the damage. And I agree with you with the semi-automatic rifles. I mean, and I own one, okay? Um, I don't shoot people. <laughs> Um, okay, so, okay. So you hearing you hearing John say that he thinks that semi-automatic weapons are banned, and you own one. That I, I appreciate the fact that you're able to have that conversation and not call in here and be furious with John for having that oh, opinion. No, no, because because I see that side too. I love having the ability. I mean, I have an AR-15, the same kind of weapon that was used down there and is used commonly for these kind of assaults. Yes, sir. And do I want to lose my AR-15? No, not really. Um, I love shooting it. I like plinking. But at the same time, what what is the answer? If you ban them all, do you think they can get them all? No. They, of no, course. no. If you ban you them all, they'll still be here forever. 
For sure not. Right. right. I mean, Pandora's right. box is open, essentially. in Chicago. Right. Yeah. Right. The murder rate continues yeah. No, in Chicago. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. Chicago is a perfect example. At the same time, though, John makes a good point in saying that, it, I mean, don't, I feel like, don't we have to try? Don't we have to try something? Yeah. And Steve, see, you seem to me to be a reasonable, reasonable person. Guy. Okay. Thank so you're you a gun calling. owner and you also own an automatic weapon, semi-automatic weapon. So then what is the answer, Steve? Tell us what know, the answer I, is. I don't know. I really don't. Because if you ban them, I do not believe you're going to get them all. Um, they're still going to be there. They come across the border. I mean, look at all the weapons that come in from Mexico, go to Mexico. Um, it. They say this guy was on the FBI's watch list. Yeah, right. he was reported twice. And, and, you know, you hear this every time there's a mass shooting. I know. But, you this, know. This guy was on the list. This guy was on the list. Well, why is he on the list? Why is he able to have that weapon? Why Why not give police more control that if there's somebody is on a list, you can go take that gun and put them in a mental hospital to be evaluated. But, you know, the guy was on the list because he made a comment on someone's um, YouTube page? video. Oh, YouTube video. And so then the FBI, you know, followed up. But, I mean, how many coconuts are, are making weird comments on Facebook videos or YouTube videos, right? It's the same thing. Right. We, we just live in this weird... Right. It's just bad, evil times. Okay, and Steve, thanks for your call. Yeah, and let me let me just say thank you for being a reasonable person who's just able oh, to have this no conversation. Problem, and, Love you guys. Yeah, and thank you for using the magical words, I don't know. Yeah, thank you so, so much. So tired of everybody acting like they have like the uh, inside the track on the perfect truth. 800-320-8255. We're taking your phone calls about yesterday's school shooting and guns and mental illness and evil and the lack of God in all of our lives. Andrea, you are live on the air with Kath and myself. Give us your two cents. Hi, John and Kathy. I am a conservative Christian. I'm also a registered nurse, and I am a concealed carry permit gun owner. Okay. I have a 9mm, I have a 45, and I also have a semi-automatic rifle, very similar to what that young man probably used. Um, you know, the problem is, is do I, when I hear things like this on the radio, you know, it's two things. It, it makes me sad. I have two kids. I have one in high school. I have one in middle school. Um, so yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, do I want someone to come and take away my guns because I'm a responsible owner? No. No. Um, the problem is, is, you know, there's so many things in my opinion where he slipped through the cracks. He slipped through the cracks starting way back in school, probably where he had issues and he should have been followed up on. He should have been looked at. Yeah, it is definitely a problem. The bad thing is, is the majority of these people that are using these guns, for these shootings aren't registered to own them. Right. Um, they've taken them from somewhere else. So if you ban guns, are you really getting rid of the problem? The bad guys are still going to get the guns. I don't know, but I, but first of all, Andrea, thank you for your phone call. And I want to ask you this question. I'm asking you this honestly. I'm not a gun owner, so I don't understand. I don't get this. Um, but I'm not antagonistic toward it either. I just am truly just uh, ignorant in the purest sense of it. So if yeah. you said, you, of course, you don't want these shootings to go on. You have kids right. of your own. You, yeah. you, you recognize the horror of the situation. Right. But you say, do I want to give up my own guns? If you thought that giving up your guns, as far as you being the aggregate, if America would decide, okay, you know what, we're just not going to do this because we believe that will help, that will ameliorate this problem, would you be willing to give up your guns? If I really believe that it would help, but I don't think that it will. Yeah. 
I, I agree. But thanks enough a lot. Thanks, Andrea, for the phone call. It's not going to help because there's too many out there right now. You're not going to ask for a voluntary recall because, like Andrea said, then the bad guys are going to keep the well, guns. What you, so what are you going to do? I, that's exactly it. It's too late. What are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. Nothing's going to change here. This is just going to continue to get worse and worse and worse and worse. 800-320-8255. Let's go back to the phones. I can't be an answer. That's the answer. I can't be what an answer. answer. I can't be an answer. I don't know what the, I don't What's know, the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but that can't be it. Well, that's all I got. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go to the phones. I, Paul, you are live on the air. What do you got for us? I, I don't know where to say what is the answer, but society has changed a lot because I'm a registered gun owner. My mother, my father worked away a lot. My mother always kept a gun. She told me it was in that drawer. If I touched it, she's going to beat my rear end. You know, and I learned that I never touched that drawer. But, you know, did a lot of this fall because we have to be so right nowadays. You know, when you go to a birthday, everybody gets a present, not just the child. You know, mm-hmm. everything is so broke down that I hate to say it. If we'd ever have a major war again, we're not going to have no generals. Oh, generals I, was called right. because, you know, that one guy went above and beyond. Yeah. Everybody has so said that everybody's equal now because you just show up. You know, does some of this start because we took the Pledge of Allegiance? There's no respect for elders. There's no respect for your elderly. I mean, yeah, I get it. where did it all start? You know, we took God out of us. You know, it, everybody should stand up and say a Pledge of Allegiance. I served 12 years in the military. You know, there's a lot of things I didn't like about the military, but I also believe I didn't want it to come to this soil, and I, I would stand up and protect mm-hmm. because, you know, what they say, once you're in the military, it's unsurprising that bond you have with somebody. Hmm. You know, when you rely on that guy next to you for your life every day, you'd be surprised what you share with that guy. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it really blows your mind because, you know, then, then people, I can see both sides in a sense. You know what I mean? So, Paul, then I what's the answer? Do you have an answer for this? I think we need to get back to basics. I hate to say that, but, you know, learn respect. Learn to treat your elders. Learn to open the door up. Learn to put the Pledge of Allegiance. Does people really care about this country anymore? What respect does people have for this country? Okay, so first off, Paul, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. So if you were in the military for as long as you were, you are much more conversant with weapons than any of us in this conversation are ever going to be. No doubt. So Not we- really because I was reserves and National Guard and I was a tank mechanic. Okay, so you're well, you know more, you know more about tanks <laughs> than me, and that is a big weapon. Okay, but that's the world you were in. When you do, you have a particularly different perspective because of your military background that you think than the average civilian does when it comes to shootings like this. I would say probably no. Okay, in a sense, you know, I can I can see it's wrong, but. I think, honestly, it's a respect issue. I think a lot of it's a respect issue. All right, that's okay, all right, Paul. Thank thing. you very much. Appreciate your phone call. 800-320-8255. Paul have the answer. Did take, you see how I was trying to get an call. answer from Paul? Yeah. I was hoping he'd have Everyone's it. wishing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Uh, Dave, uh, give us an answer here. Do you have the answer to this question, which is unsolvable? You know what? I think uh, – I don't know that I do. Uh, I think that maybe some, some greater minds than I do. And, uh, you know, Mother Teresa – uh, comes to my mind. And, you know, she was quoted uh, saying that she would never attend an anti-war rally, but she would attend a rally for peace. And I think that the problem here that we have in our country is that we are so quick to stand against something. And we see both sides uh, so ready to kind of to bellyache and to point fingers and to say that this is what is wrong. And we, I think we're not really looking for a solution. We're looking for, to say, you know, what, what is the issue here? And I don't think it's an issue about guns. I think, I think that Kathy honestly nailed it whenever she said that this is about the heart, the evil of the human heart. 
that that wants to come on. So that I mean that answer is in all of our Bibles. Uh, you know, Christ is the answer. I know that that may sound like a a, a simple generic answer for a Christian, uh, you know, to, to put out there, but you know, the research is there that shows that whenever families are sitting down, uh, you know, to dinner yes, three times a week with their kids. Uh, you know, that, that, that grades improve, that relationships improve, that those children's marriages are likely to last. And so, you know, I, I think I'm kind of echoing what a lot of people have probably already said at this point, but I think that we need to to be bigger than the conversation of this is about guns. I think that, uh, you know, absolutely is there a conversation to be had there, without a doubt. But I think that it needs to go beyond that. I think it needs to get back to the roots of, you know, what, what does the gospel tell us to do? That's good. Right. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Really uh, appreciate uh, that. You know, on top of that conversation, I've been thinking about this last couple of days. I drive home on the parkway East and I, I don't know who to, to give credit for this billboard, but there is a brand new billboard on the parkway East. It's been there maybe, I don't know, a week or two. It's gigantic and it's a yellow background. And in, it says this, Jesus is Lord, in capital letters, Lord. And then there's a small cross on the right-hand corner, and that's it. It's fabulous. It doesn't say, therefore, It doesn't say anything else. It doesn't say, you know, sponsored by. vote Republican. Or therefore, vote Democrat. It says, Jesus is Lord. And I drive by that every night, and I go. You say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. We need to have more of that, I believe. To remind us that Jesus is Lord in this country. Take a quick uh, break. Be back in a few minutes. WORD. On the next Focus on the Family, Dr. Cliff and Joyce Penner join us to share how couples can increase their enjoyment of physical intimacy. They'll address the importance of connecting every day as a couple, emotionally and spiritually. That's next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. What kind of sleeper are you? Are you a back sleeper, a side sleeper, or are you a rotisserie chicken? You just keep turning. Me? I'm a mystery sleeper. Sometimes I wake up and I think, how did I get here? Hey, this is John Hall. And no matter what position you take on sleep, my pillow will make sure it's comfortable. 
If you haven't tried my pillow yet, inventor Mike Lindell has a terrific new offer this month for word listeners. It's his four-pack special. That's two full-size my pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Great for long trips in the car, the plane, or hotel. That reminds me, they're even machine washable and dryable. Sometimes I just like to fluff it up a bit. Just toss it in the dryer with a damp towel. It comes out just like it came out of the box. Plus, it comes with Mike's 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Use the promo code WORD to get the four-pack special. Or go to MyPillow.com. Be sure to use the promo code WORD. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. On February 16th, from Pure Flix. Samson, chosen by the living God. A hero will rise. He has the strength of a god. I saw it with my own eyes. My name is Samson, and you will face the wrath of God. Samson, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters February 16th. For tickets and information, go to samson.movie. I'm Tiffany Haddish, and I use Groupon so much, they made me the spokesperson. Yeah, I'm a celebrity now, but that doesn't mean I don't like to save money. With Groupon, I get the celebrity treatment on a budget. Because even though you're paying less, doesn't mean you're getting less. It feels amazing to get up to 60% off a massage, 50% off a manicure, and 40% off a facial. With Groupon, I still look fresh. It's just all for less. Download the app and save. Groupon. Hey, welcome back. Lisa Slayton is with us. Lisa has been with us many times in the past, always a guest that uh, brings a little clarity to the issue, a little calmness in the studio. Lisa, she's the president of the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, here to talk about Jubilee Professional, among other things. Lisa, welcome. Glad to be here, John and Kathy. Thank you. Lisa, as the um, as the president and the person in charge of the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, I know that your passion has been to allow people to see that their vocation, their the career they go to, whether they go to work in a cube or they go to work at a retail store or they're a small business owner or whatever it is, that that is a calling from God, right? And so it's yeah. no more or less spiritual than a pastor or a missionary or a Sunday school teacher. That's exactly right, Kathy. And what we care about is helping people to really understand um, that everyday work, uh, whether it is in a cubicle, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, um, whether it's it's remunerated work or not, your work matters to God. He, he Work is a product of the good creation. It's not an, an effect of the fall. And so reorienting people to that and then spending time helping them understand how the work they do every day is part of God's, God's plan for redemption in the world. It's how mm-hmm. he brings justice about in the world. Um, one of many ways, but but we all work. We're all working in some capacity, in some way, and it's part of how we we demonstrate the dignity of the human person is through the work and the way that we contribute. So, so Jubilee Professional um, is yeah. an event that's been going on. Is this this? I want to say this is number six. Yeah, it's like number nine, I what? think, or eight. Yeah, I, I, eight I'm or nine. I'm off in my numbers today. Yeah. Okay, so that's um, so, so a while. So coming up on a decade of Jubilee Professional. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Jubilee Professional. First of all, what it exists to do? Well, part of it, I mean, it, we do it obviously in partnership with the CCO who curates the whole Jubilee weekend. And we we have joined them or partnered with them for the last number of years, eight, I guess, or nine. Mm-hmm. 
um, to put on this afternoon. So the the big Jubilee conference with the, with all the college students kicks off on Friday evening at seven thirty. We started doing this afternoon on Friday um, to take advantage of some of the amazing speakers that come in for Jubilee weekend, um, but to curate an afternoon that's specifically focused on people who are in the workplace um, in a variety of different ways. Right. So, so if people are unfamiliar with the Jubilee conference, it's tailored for college students. That's right. Right. And But when you leave college, and I was a, a college student that went to Jubilee, when you leave college, all of a sudden you're working at you think, well, okay, so now how does my faith fit in now? Because yeah. when I was going to Jubilee all that time, I kept hearing that whenever I got a job, it was going to be, you know, part of, you know, God's plan in redemption in the earth. That but, everything matters. But, right, except that I don't st- it's still really hard and I don't really know how to do it. And so Jubilee Professional kind of fills that void. It does. I mean, one of the things we say is, is Jubilee is really a lifelong experience. It doesn't end the day you graduate from college. And so how can we continue to resource people all the way through their their vocational life? And vocation is bigger than just a job. It's really about who God made you to be and how you're stewarding that in all the places where you have influence. And some of that is absolutely the work that you do every day. Yes. So then from 12 to 6 next Friday afternoon, yeah. this will be a lineup of one guest after another talking oh about goodness. this flourishing. Yeah. So I got a text from a friend. She said, how do you fit that many speakers in? I'm like, it's craziness. Mm-hmm. You guys know. Um, but we're trying to give a flavor across uh, a whole variety of aspects of the faith and work conversation. And this year we did something a little bit different. Um, typically it's a combination of thought leaders and then practitioners who are kind of talking about what it's like in their particular vocational space. And while we still have that in this year's conference, we also picked a theme that we felt was very um, germane to the cultural moment that we're in. So we're going to be talking about creating rightly ordered work in relation to recovering Sabbath. And uh, and Sabbath is uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm not the greatest at Sabbath keeping, right. right? And um and so what does it mean to think about you know if we understand? I I, I heard a speaker a couple of years ago say that. Sabbath comes before the work. Sabbath's not what happens after the work. So mm-hmm. it's the preparation for the work. You know, we'd, we'd rest on that day. And Sabbath is, uh, in, in the language that Dan Allender uses in his very good book on Sabbath, um, and he's one of our speakers next Friday, he talks about delighting in the good work. And that's what Sabbath is about. It's not just the day you crumple up in a ball on the floor and, you oh. know, zone out in front of Netflix or watch endless football games and, and hope that you're recovering. It's really about recovering this delight for the good work that you've done and that God's doing in the world around you. And I think we've lost our, our Sabbath yeah. on a lot of fronts. So so we have this coming from a variety of different aspects. Um, Luke Boba, who we had on yesterday, is going to kind of cast a theological vision for this and help us understand why this matters so much. Andy Crouch is going to talk about um, the digital age that we live in. Right, and so he'll, he'll be on the air in about 20 minutes. Okay, so how do we Sabbath from technology? What does it look like to rightly order? We're not going to get rid of it. It's here. It's here to stay. But how do we th- rethink it in our everyday work? Um, <clears throat> what does it mean? I mean, so we're going to tackle it from a lot of different aspects. Um, okay, let, let me let me highlight one aspect in particular. Okay. So as you talk about Sabbath, um, 
we're also talking about in our culture a difficult conversation about how genders work together or don't work together in the workplace in particular. Um, And so that's a conversation that you are going to be involved in at Jubilee Professional. I want you to talk about that. Yeah, so um, I've been paying attention for a long time uh, to to the workplace harassment issues, and and they've just you know in the last six months we know it's gotten to be epidemic, right? Yeah. Um, so it and I would like to say you know I'll just start out by saying I do not believe this is a, a sexual issue. This is a power issue, um, and <clears throat> so the reality is that in our culture um, there are you know white men hold the 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 power seat if you will in most situations now we can argue that the nuances of that but but for the case i'm going to make um, you know i am often found, i often find myself in rooms where i'm the only woman in the room mm-hmm. right and i don't ever get to take a break I don't ever get to Sabbath from being a woman, right? It's like wherever I go, there I am. So, um, so that's a reality. And yet there are clearly, just by the nature of my gender, um, rooms that I'm not invited into, tables that I don't get to sit at, conversations that I'm not a part of because the power structures disallow it. So I, we're not going to take on the issue of sexual abuse. That's a very... I mean, that that is being addressed in a lot of different ways. But I believe that we've, in some ways, the Me Too movement is helpful but incomplete. And there's a bigger yes, picture here. I agree with that. And so, and, you know, I'll just, as a disclaimer, um, you know, I grew up, I went to college in the late 1970s. I went to an all-women's liberal arts college. I mean, I was, you know, I was of the... You were fighting the fight. Second wave feminism. You know, I can be, I can do anything a man can do and I can do it better. Um, and I always, that always made me very uncomfortable. And so, you know, as I've gone through my own growth and my own spiritual maturity, and I've taken a hard look at Genesis 1 and 2, and to understand the right relationship between men and women, yeah. it's, it's, the biblical answer is they're, they're different and they're equal and they're designed to be different, to be in partnership and yep. relationship with one another, um, and so interestingly, I could have gotten up there and done this twenty-minute piece by myself, and that would have been okay. But I decided to do it in dialogue with one of my board members, who I work with very closely, a gentleman named Jay Slocum, who's who a monthly know. guest on our show. And um, Jay's a white guy; he's a pretty big white guy, um, and you he know, is. and part of our relationship is you know jay and i are partners we value one another deeply and one of the roles that he's played in my own growth and leadership is that he's an advocate for me and so i don't need someone to mentor me i need someone to advocate for me now i i I need people to mentor me too don't you know don't misunderstand me But but you have mentors i do have mentors and some of them are men and some of them are women but what does it mean to have a voice in the room that says, you know, Lisa leads differently and we as men have to learn to follow her, yeah. not because she's wrong, but because she because her leadership is wrong. It's just different. That's who she is. Yeah. Take a quick break. Lisa Slayton is with us from Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation. We're talking about next week's Jubilee Conference, Jubilee Professional from 12 to 6. We have information about that on our Facebook page. Be back in just a few minutes or so. Lisa Slayton will stay with us.
If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-422-3838 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Connor Lamb has been called Nancy Pelosi's hand-picked candidate, and she'll do anything to get him elected. That's because Pelosi knows Connor Lamb will follow her liberal herd. Backed by Nancy Pelosi, Lamb will be a vote for her liberal agenda of higher taxes, more job-killing regulation, and a weaker military. Connor Lamb, he's with her, not us. Built American tough, Rick Saccone. As a U.S. Air Force officer, Rick Saccone defended our country against commandos and espionage from North Korea. As a senior counterintelligence agent in Iraq, Rick Saccone captured and interrogated terrorists. As congressman, Rick Saccone will fight for Pennsylvania jobs and oppose Nancy Pelosi. Rick Saccone protects our families, community, and country. Built American tough. Rick Saccone. Paid for by NRCC and not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. www.nrcc.org. NRCC is responsible for the content of this advertising. It's a new year and a big year here at Calusi Chevrolet because the team at Calusi is now entering their 100th year in business. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin for my friends at Calusi. With the International Auto Show happening right here in the Berg, the savings on the entire lineup of Chevy cars and trucks are unbeatable. Right now, you can save over $11,500 on select 2018 Silverado Crew Cab pickups. Must qualify. See dealer for details. And remember, they're easy to find online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Hey, thanks for being with us. Lisa Slayton is with us today from the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation. We're talking about next Friday's Jubilee Professional from 12 to 6 at the Weston Convention Center. If you are an adult and you work and you're trying to figure out how your work fits in with your faith, this conference is for you. All the details available right now at plf.org. That's plf.org. I will be one of your co-MCs for the day. Jubilee Professional next Friday. Lisa, uh, wrap it up for us. 
Well, it's fast-paced afternoon. Um, it's all about hearing from a lot of different speakers to give you a lot of different perspectives. Uh, there'll be uh, we have a, we're going to showcase a fabulous new worship project called the Porter's Gate Worship Project. It's going to be part of the afternoon, which is the the project is called Work Songs. So there's actually you know liturgical hymns that have been written about work, and we want to to engage that. Um, and it's it's just a delightful afternoon. Uh, it really is three hundred and fifty or four hundred yeah. people. Uh, time to network. And of course, the most important thing you need to know is that after the conference is over at 6.30, you get cocktails and mm-hmm. appetizers. Um, and why and, wouldn't you want and, and you're invited to then to go in into the opening session of Jubilee, which is, you know, part of what we want folks to do is to really experience, get the whole Jubilee experience. So uh, great people, great lineup of speakers. Uh, you have Andy Crouch coming on next. He's worth the price of admission all by himself. And there's lots more. So yes. please join us. We'd love to have you. Very yeah. adult, uh, very deep dive and mm-hmm. uh, sophisticated in a way as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, because Lisa and I are very sophisticated. Yes. Wait, so if people elegant. are wondering... We're elegant. If you want to sign up, you can sign up where? Go to plf.org. There's a button called Gatherings, uh, or you can Google Jubilee Professional, and it, it has its own website. So both ways. Very nice. I'll put a link on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Also, you find details on our website, johnandkathyshow.com. Excellent. Take a quick break for the uh, 5 o'clock hour. We'll regroup. We're going to talk about the Sabbath, and I'm sure at some point... Yeah. Oh, we'll also talk about Andrew Brunson imprisoned in Turkey uh, at the end of the hour, and Andy Crouch coming up next. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Back to the drawing board on the immigration bill. The Senate had four separate proposals in play and cast off each and every one during procedural votes, including the one plan that President Donald Trump said he would be willing to sign. It would have provided a pathway to citizenship for 1.8 million immigrants brought to the country illegally as children. Many of them could face deportation beginning in March, as President Trump has said he would end the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program. The plan also included $25 billion for border security and new limits on legal immigration. Those limits, including the end of the visa lottery program, were viewed as non-starters by Democrats and some Republicans. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. Another good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 307 points to 25,200. The Nasdaq rose 113. The S&P advanced 33. Oil up 74 cents to 61.34 a barrel. This is SRN News. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. 
what they'll do is they'll come in and quote you a high price to start, and then they will price drop until you say yes. Energy swings Steve Rennekamp on why some companies resort to high pressure when selling windows and doors. They don't want you to talk to anybody else. They don't want you to be educated in making your decision. Do some homework. Look at reviews. Don't take everything they say as gospel. If they tell you we use our own people, ask for verification of that. Energy Swing has a lot of very positive reviews. Everybody on your property is an Energy Swing employee, totally covered by our workman's compensation program. We don't resort to pressure because we want them to feel comfortable. When people make a decision to go with us, they feel that we are going to deliver on what we promise. And we've got the history to prove that. Better Business Bureau Ethics Award three times, the reviews we have online, the experience of all our customers is verification that we do the right thing. Right now, get $200 off every window, $500 off every entry and patio door, plus 5% off for word listeners only. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com. On February 16th, from Pure Flix. Samson, chosen by the living God. A hero will rise. He has the strength of a god. I saw it with my own eyes. My name is Samson, and you will face the wrath of God. Samson, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters February 16th. For tickets and information, go to samson.movie. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, hit the slopes for half the price. At Peak Ski and Snowboard, you'll find the top ski and snowboard brands, plus all the clothing and accessories you need. Spend just 50 bucks and get a $100 value at Peak Ski and Snowboard in Monroeville and Gibsonia. Log on now to wordfm.com and look for the Discount Shopping Club link. A flood watch is in effect this evening through tomorrow afternoon. Tonight, we'll have rain heavy at times. Watch for localized flash flooding, low 45. Rain will end in the morning tomorrow. Otherwise, cloudy, breezy, and turning colder with temperatures falling into the 30s, going down to 21 tomorrow night. Saturday, a bit of snow will develop later in the afternoon and into the evening. Highs near 40. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along today. After somewhat of a uh, contentious 4 o'clock hour, <laughs> we kind of smooth things out there at mm-hmm. the end, right? Yeah. We're going to have uh, two guests today uh, during the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, talking about one's going to talk about Sabbath. Another one, a particularly uh, interesting guest for us because we've been I've been praying about this man now for some time, Pastor Andrew Brunson, who is being imprisoned in Turkey, which is a weird political issue, and there's clearly there's no end in sight for this poor man. Mm-hmm. Right, Kath, how are you? I'm okay. Um, We're getting all sorts of um, social media posts regarding our conversation about uh, what to do with the violence in our culture. Uh, We opened up our show today with, I think, a frank conversation between the three of us, New Mike and John and I, about how we address the sickening uh, frequency of mass shootings in America and... um, Look, I think that the ideas that we talked about have to be talked about. I think if we're afraid with each other to bring up the idea of guns, 
if we're afraid to bring up the idea of counseling, if we're afraid to bring up the idea of why there is so much darkness in the hearts of Americans, if we're afraid of any of that, then we shouldn't be at the table. Okay, we need to be able to hear it. I mean, so people who are who are on our Facebook page saying, "Okay, you lost me today." Okay, so fine. So if if you're how if fragile you're, if you're too infantile to I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. If you're too infantile, if you have to run away screaming because you don't like what somebody said, then you're not going to be part of solving this problem. We need to be able to hear from people who have different perspectives than we have so that we can work together for that's a solution. That's what uh, makes America great, right. right? That we all have an opinion here that we can all chime in and we can all vote. Right. What the heck, people? Okay. Uh, a couple comments uh, that I'm reading here. Um, Cindy wants to know um, why we have semi-automatic guns. I understand why some would want a pistol or for hunting, but why semi-automatic? Okay. I don't know. Mike, do you, uh, do you for have For sport. Any? Okay. It's for sport. All right. Uh, Pamela says, my thoughts are the government is too timid to address the misuse of guns with the NRA because of the political power and money that group yields. Um uh, come on, people, let's get a grip. Talk about the weapons of choice. We're willing to spend money in conversation on opioid use, which is a killer, but not controlled by an organization as powerful as the NRA. Okay, Pamela, I appreciate that. Uh, Steve says, John Timothy McVeigh used um, fertilizer, and he killed so many in Oklahoma City, he didn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. The, the, that quantity of fertilizer is now illegal to buy. Right. Okay. Um Okay, so those are just a few. I, I kind of was. I'm trying to go through them as I'm looking, so that I can kind of give you the vast spectrum. So um, should knives be illegal to buy? Emily said, no. "I enjoyed your talk about school shootings and they gun control. Be. What do we have to lose?" Um, I think before we go any further in the Ridiculous. conversation, we need to say that our number one concern is that there are families and friends, teachers uh, who are traumatized in Florida. And so our first concern can't be talking about legislation. Our first concern has to be to pray for the families and everyone who loved these people who um, have been so horrifically murdered. So, yeah, of course, that, of course, that's the first response. But then we say that our thoughts and prayers are with you. Right. And then those of us who pray, we pray. And then days go by, just days, not weeks right. or months. Days go by. And then there's another school shooting. And then we say our thoughts and prayers are with you. And then we do that, right? But don't you and minimize? Then, don't you don't minimize thoughts and prayers? I'm not in the okay, least. I'm, but that, I'm not, I'm not, okay, not in the least. Am I right. saying that? I'm saying that's the cycle that we find ourselves in now. Yeah, that we've been in now for a long time. Right. It's a cycle. And in the meantime, no, it is what's being done? I know. I agree. Shannon says this. I'm hunkered in the kitchen to try to listen to the show while my kids are in the other room. I've told them about the shooting, but I'm trying not to overwhelm them with information. I just want you to know I so appreciate your show and your attempt to have a respectful conversation. Want to take a few phone calls? Yeah. People are calling right now. 800-320-8255. Uh, let's just go at it, okay? Let's, uh, just going to pick this up. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know your name, sir. Who is this, please, ma'am? Hello. What's that? Yes, sir. You're live on the air. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was talking about that uh, gun stuff. And yeah, what do you everything. think? My name, my name's Charlie. Hi, Charlie. And, uh, well, we're teaching our kids how to kill people with video games and stuff. You got that right. And I, I really don't, you know, the, the, the people that called before me was talking about... Uh, Having more respect and stuff. Well, the parents has got a little bit to do with that too, you know. That's a hundred percent correct. I really appreciate the phone call. Yeah, we are. Right. So, so do you ban video games? Right. Uh, do we start there? 
Well, I think some of it, yeah. I think that's, you know, they they have adult stuff that they shouldn't be even showing kids in these video games, and they, they're teaching them how to kill people. It's a good point, so Charlie. You're brainwashing your kids before they ever get to be adults. Right. Okay. Thank you. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. I don't think that can be disregarded. That the I don't either. Video games How many are hours crazy. and hours and it's hours. It's crazy, and and I'm, films are crazy too. Well, of course. So look, you know, I mean, but what do you do? You you blame the boogeyman of the internet and say, look, there's all this darkness on there as well. I mean, we're just saturated with this stuff. So where does it all end? Where does it end? Yeah. 800-320-8255. How about Jim? Jim, you're live on the air with us. Give us your thoughts. Uh, Yes, uh, thanks for um, talking about this today. This This is too many times we've come down the same road. And I, I never thought that I would move to this point, but I, I think we have to totally look at protecting our children in school. I have children in school, and they need to be safe. And we, while we never can assure 100% safety, I think there's got to be a discussion about security guards, armed security guards, one or two. I think there's got to be some type of limited access into all schools because yeah. What's I'm, happened now for it. is these, these mass murderers are heroes of the sick and depraved. Yes. And the, these people now are looking at ways where this is one way I can go down in history. And they have no regard for human life. And God rest his soul, that poor football coach, he oh, God was a security him. guard, I found out. Yep. And, and, you know, if he had a gun, maybe he's alive, maybe other children I agree. are alive. But yeah, I, I know. I have a conversation about yeah. protecting the schools. I can't protect the movie theaters and the malls and whatever, but we got to protect our kids. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a no. Great I point. think it's I think that's a great call. Thanks, Jim. I think it's a great call. Okay, so at then the, is that the, at case? the same, Okay, so at the same time, though, a security guard can be taken out too, and yeah. and having one security guard in a school the size of this uh, of this high school would never have solved the problem. So, but, so then it, you take it further then, so that every elementary school, junior high, high school throughout the country is going to have to have armed guards. What does that add to the school budget, right? right. I mean, and doesn't, and doesn't, does that amp up the atmosphere? Or am I just extrapolating too much? I don't know. I don't know. 800-320-8255. Brian, you are on the air. Uh, what are your, what do you have to your thoughts here? Oh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to share a couple of things real quick. My one thought on the situation is I'm not a hunter, and the reason why I would have some of my semi-automatic weapons would be for defense purposes. And I never really thought about this much until we had Hurricane Katrina and we had that destruction on a large scale where your government officials weren't even able to assist some of those people. Mm -hmm. So I do feel that, you know, we should be able to protect our families in a situation where they're not able to be protected by others. And another thought I had on the situation was, when I buy a handgun, you have to fill out a second form. But when you buy a long rifle, you do not. What's the second form? Um, The second form is part of a form for the background check that they do. And they do that for all handguns. But they do not do it for rifles. And I always found that interesting. And the other thing that I find interesting is if you have a rifle, you are able to take that rifle and you can sell it to somebody and they don't have to fill out that form that second form is that right yeah so i mean i think there's something that we could look at on that part of the purchasing of firearms and then if i take it another step further 
I thought this might be good for people to brainstorm, maybe impose an additional fee on weapons. And yes, the Second Amendment is a right to bear arms, but freedoms do come with a cost, mm-hmm. as our soldiers do for our freedoms every day. Right. And well, and maybe- right, and a free and a freedom that is abused is often taken away. I think we all learned that like in kindergarten, right? So if you abuse your yeah. freedom, it's taken away, and that's what's going to happen here in America. It's gonna, it has to happen. So my thoughts are: let's say you buy a semi-automatic um, handgun and it holds fifteen rounds, charge a ten dollar tax per round that the item holds. So that'd be $150 additional tax on that automatic gun. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say no to it, right? It's a, at least a, a suggestion and that's, that's out there. And that, that's two things I never knew before. Yeah. 800-320-8255. Why Amy, is the paperwork different for rifles and handguns? You know, Mike's okay. got it, shaking his head in there. Okay. Amy, you're with us on the air. Tell us your thoughts today. Hi. Um, I will tell you that whenever Sandy Hook uh, came to the news, I looked at the weapons they found, and they are weapons that are in my house. And my husband and I both feel that the background checks need to be mandatory. They need to be thorough. They need to be perfect at reporting. And states cannot skirt around them and avoid them. And I agree with that guy that just called about um, the background check for a handgun versus a long rifle. Yes, sir. I think that's just stupid. Um, my mom thinks that we need to have mandatory military service for every single person as they reach adulthood. And my husband's pointing to himself. He agrees, um, (laughs) that it would, first of all, teach people to respect weapons. Second of all, when you see people that fall through the cracks and people don't know what they're like until they do something horrific like this, they would be under... Scrutiny. I mean, they would be in front of people who can say, you know what, this person should not have a weapon. Um, I think it is a hard issue, and I think it's really horrifying that children are hurting other children. That they think it, that their reality is such that you would kill another kid. Okay. Uh, you no, know, that's good. No, no, no. You did no, no, Amy. You did an excellent job. I want to ask you something though, while while we still have you on the air, Amy, and that is, yeah. I feel like since I'm not a gun owner, you know, this isn't my this isn't my clan. These aren't these aren't my people. I can't I can't speak to them. I don't want to be one of those annoying people that's on the outside pointing to the group and saying you need to. But I think that responsible gun owners need to stand up and demand that kind of legislative protection on you the responsible gun owner, because you're all being painted with this. So if you don't stand up, you who own weapons and who own the responsibility, if you don't stand up and say something has to be done to close these loopholes, then everybody's going to paint you with a broad brush, and that Second Amendment is going to disappear. I know. We um, After Sandy Hook, they were saying that 92% of Americans are in favor of background checks. 92% of us. I don't understand how that can be a, a partisan issue. It just can't be. We're reasonable people. People who are reasonable do not want their children to be in danger. I'm into that. And I, and we live we live in a very rural area, so we're twenty some miles from the closest police station. So truly, something we would be dead and gone before the police are ever going to come to save us. Sure. So we really do need to have a way to protect ourselves, and. Even if we didn't, we'd need the illusion of having the ability to protect ourselves. 
So, like, the most dangerous thing you could do is put on your sticker, there are no weapons in this house. I mean, um, you know what I'm saying? So we're in a situation where, but I can understand in cities, that's not the situation. They have different services. They have public services and um, police that can respond. Uh, But I agree with you. I think that, I think, I really wish people in Washington, D.C. would listen to us. Um, but I feel that way almost every day about every subject. <laughs> That's a great phone call. Thanks an awful lot, Amy. Uh, we'll take a quick break. 800-320-8255. We're talking about yesterday. What happened in Parkland, Florida. We're talking about guns. We're talking about heart issues. We're talking about Jesus. All that. Stick around. The Ride Home continues. 101.5 WORD. You know, I don't know about you, but it seems like I'm always in a hurry. But thank goodness God isn't in any hurry. He gave the Old Testament kings of Judah plenty of time and opportunity to turn to him. And when they did, he forgave and blessed them, no matter how disobedient they'd been. Nothing has changed for us today. On Through the Bible Radio this week, we'll be studying the lives of some of these kings in the light of God's amazing patience and forgiveness. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Learn more at brainbalance.com or call 724-390-9012 today. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, among them life. Endowed means it's given to us, not by the government, but by our Creator. Unalienable means it can't be taken away by man. It's a right given to us by God. All that you have done from your birth until now may not matter as much as what you do today. You know, a wise man once said, choosing right over wrong, ethics over convenience, truth over popularity. These are the decisions that measure a man's life. I've said it on this floor many times, and I'll say it again. There's never a wrong time to do the right thing. There's a cause greater than self, a cause greater than any group. I believe that this is that cause. Vote for Rick Saccone on March 13th. Paid for by CatholicVote.org, not authorized by any candidate's committee. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go, and you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-390-3619. 
Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Get P3 Advanced free. Call 1-800-390-3619. 1 1-800-390-3619. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for being along. Today we're talking about what happened yesterday. Another school shooting in a series of again and again and again. Taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255. And if you've tuned in to listen to Andy Crouch, we've had to reschedule Andy um, so we can continue on this conversation. Andy will be with us next week. Um, so anyway, 800-320-8255. Chad's with us. Hey, Chad, you're live on the air. Uh, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, um, with great power comes great responsibility. My wife and I both carry permits, but we're also conservative Christians. We live in a time now where people are using cars, they're using bombs, they're using guns. And the one thing that is in common in all these instances is they're going to zones where there is no secure areas. The guy that killed all the people in the movie theaters, he passed like two or three movie theaters to go to a movie theater that wasn't secure. And if you see, a lot of movie theaters now have policemen there. Uh, Schools need to do the same thing, and I think that would really, you know, create Mm -hmm. safe zones. And most of these guys are cowards that when they are confronted, finally, they end up killing themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't confront or battle it out. And I think if we we set a a safe zone with policemen or secure people, I think the problem would go away. Uh, That's my opinion, but it is a fact. They They do not ever attack these people. They just, they, they're cowards. And uh, it's a really sad thing. But I think, uh, you know, with bad things, God comes through. So that's good. All okay. right, Chad. Thank you for that. With bad things, God does come through. We certainly need God in this country now, do we not? Uh, let's go back to the phones and speak with uh, Ron. Hey, Ron, you're up next. Fire away. Yeah, I just wanted to point out the fact that, um, you know, sometimes the easy solution isn't always the best solution. And in this case, you know, the the very easy thing to say is guns are the problem, but it completely negates larger societal issues that we're dealing with. And, you know, history is not on the side of gun control. I mean, if you look at all the violence to the last, to the 20th century, um, gun control has not uh, been kind to the citizens of that country. If you, I mean, so I just think that, you know, rather than uh, look at the actual inanimate object, Perhaps we should look at what society yes. is doing to produce people that, that yeah. do no that. Doubt about I that. Totally, I totally agree with you, but I do think it's important that we look at both things. Yeah. Well, it, so, so, that, so then, so then the, the, the question becomes, you know, are we going to you know, try to you know, have a scorched earth policy on doing everything we can possibly do to prevent this from happening again? And that's whenever the guns become uh, an issue. But I'd like to point out that a lot of people are talking about background checks and this individual actually passed the background check to get his gun. Right. The problem is the background you know, check. Right. Well, criminals by nature do not follow laws. Right. So, no, you're and, right. And, and, the other, and the other reality is there are enough guns in this country to arm every man, woman, and child. I mean, this is like um, we're dealing with a problem now, so we have to think of actual solutions rather than, you know, uh, right, hypothetical, no. what if we just ban guns? So if somebody wants to get a gun, they're going to get a gun in this country yeah. Guaranteed. And if you're a criminal, you're not going to care that murder's illegal. You're not going to care that it's the gun-free right. zone. 
And no, I, not right. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but you can't take that reasoning to the nth degree because then why do you have any laws about anything? I mean, of course, criminals aren't going to uh, are, aren't going to obey the laws, but it doesn't mean you don't have them. And I think we clearly need to clean up the background check portion of this. And I don't mean that we need to get better ones. I think we need to get ironclad ones. I mean, as close to that as we possibly can, if we're going to keep guns in America, and we the, have to we have to close that up. And the technology exists, so why not follow through across fifty states? Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Hey, Joyce. Uh, you're alive with Kathy and myself. Uh, please tell us your your thoughts. Hi, Kathy and John. Um, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And you think um, John and I, I need intervention? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. um, no. We're and, and I happen to also be Catholic Christian, and um, and I agree with your previous caller. There is no easy fix. I really don't believe that. And we're, I think, just like a lot of our laws, they're reactive, and. Um, but what I see is there is a gross need for parenting, um, and it goes back generation after generation. And a few callers ago, they talked about getting back the basics and respect for your elders. And unfortunately, some of the problems have come from such a staunch respect your elders, whether they're abusing you or not, and that's gotten out of hand. And so I think I wonder if we could just get, because I, this is what I do on a regular basis as I'm trying to teach fathers to be better parents than their fathers were. Mm-hmm. And and we, I think we all would agree that the, the father issue in this country is, is grossly out of hand. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's black, white, or whatever. We, we really do not have properly trained fathers. And obviously, at the heart of that, I think you guys would agree, is they don't they don't have a belief and strength in God, their father. But but even aside from that, you know, the schools are able to come together with some sort of shared curriculum. I don't understand why before parents leave the hospitals, why they're not given, you know, groups together, various ministers from various backgrounds, teachers, right. mental health people, you name it. Because all the schools are having social skills um, programs, which is basically the same thing. It includes it includes empathy. It includes, for goodness sakes, we don't even have families saying, please, thank you, and you're welcome anymore. And and that's at the very heart of respect yeah. and relationship. And, and, and these kids are getting out there. They're not parented. They're lost. Um, I have fathers coming in my office who, you know, it, just like the old school, you come in the door because you worked hard. You don't even look at your kids. And 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 they and some of these fathers are starved for knowing how to love their children. And when I valuable this child, a hot light in seeing them. And oh heck, uh, Deb, there's a great point you're making. You're breaking up yeah, on us. Thank you. And for we're sorry for them. that. But really, that's a really good phone call. We appreciate your time here. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Let's go and speak with Ben. Ben, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, what's on your mind here? Uh, is that me? Yes, sir. Yep. Ah, okay, it's just like beeped over my name. Anyway, um, yeah, so my whole thing is here is, um, I was speaking with Mike earlier, um, phone reporter, you know, he had to move on, but uh, the schools, they need to be locked down tighter. Um, I, I'm, I'm 24, so I wasn't that, I wasn't in high school that long ago. But when I was in high school, the schools were pretty much unlocked. I mean, you could you could come in and as you want, you know, as you please, and, and leave as you please. And I think that Part of the this issue here is not only gun 
gun control. I mean, not even not even really controlling what guns you purchase, but just who purchases them. Um, I think, I mean, I was talking to Mike and saying how I, I have a pistol. Um, I have a concealed carry. And I was just baffled at the fact that it was it was entirely too easy for me to get a pistol. And, I mean, I don't have a background or anything like that. And I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ. And it just blew my mind that it was that simple to get a gun. Mm-hmm. And get a concealed carry. I think I was in and out of there about 15 minutes. Is that right? Um, yeah, just about 15 minutes. And, you know, the whole that, that's the whole thing with, like, schools. The doors need to be locked. I think, honestly, I think that there needs to be some kind of trained police officer of some type um, at the building or covering one school district. And I think it should be paid for by the township because everybody that's listening to this right now, we're all in the same boat. We want our kids to be protected, you know. So I wouldn't have – I'd be – completely happy with paying, using my tax dollars to, to pay for somebody to be at the school, at the district, whatever, all day long, you know, just being there. Um, and I think, like I said, about locking the doors in schools and stuff like that, and uh, there are some good, like, door jam stuff uh, that, that I found online before, a while back, in fact, um, that essentially blocks the door. Um, you know, and I think those, those, those devices would be great to have in school. Yeah. Um, so they can't just rearrange open the door. I mean, all right. right. Well, well ben, first of all, Ben, thank you for calling. But let me say the same thing I said to a previous caller, which is that if you're a responsible gun owner and you've said, you know, it, it should have been harder for me to get a gun, you need to speak to your own people. You need to convince other gun owners to stand up and say, we as responsible gun owners in America have got to get behind greater uh greater um, regulation. I, I, I can't think of a better word than that, but it has to be harder. There have to be more background checks. There has to be more that a human being has to go through in America to get a gun. And the only people that are going to listen to that are if you gun owners speak to other gun owners. That's what it is. I mean, if people who aren't gun owners are going to point the finger at you guys, there's not going to be anything that's solved. But if you speak to your own people, maybe we'll end up with a change. It's worth a try. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. I'm just so upset. I'm having so much trouble getting to sleep. Only to wake up in the middle of the night worrying all over again. I'm wearing down. There's no one I trust, no one I can open up to. But I've got to find someone I can talk to. I can't keep going on like this. She found help and so can you. We are Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. 
Our Christian counselors are all licensed, trained, and experienced, qualified and certified by the state board. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. We'd like to invite you to try your first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect your car or truck all winter long. Say goodbye to winter grind with an extreme detailing to help preserve the life and look of your vehicle. Got a new car? Protect your investment with TST Rust Remedy, the most effective rust control system you'll find anywhere. And spray-on bullet bed liners offer extreme protection tested in the most extreme conditions known to man. Call the Extreme Team now at 412-257-1006 or visit ExtremeTruck.net. 412-257-1006, ExtremeTruck.net. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. A flood watch is in effect this evening through tomorrow afternoon. Tonight, we'll have rain heavy at times. Watch for localized flash flooding, low 45. Rain will end in the morning tomorrow. Otherwise, cloudy, breezy, and turning colder with temperatures falling into the 30s. Going down to 21 tomorrow night. Saturday, a bit of snow will develop later in the afternoon and into the evening. Highs near 40. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Hey, thanks for being with us. We're talking about Parkland, Florida, and yesterday's school shooting. Your phone calls are welcome, although we're going to take a break here in a little bit, and uh, we've got a a guest coming in to talk about a pastor who's been in prison in Turkey for some time now. This is an important conversation we want to have as well. But we do have time for just a few more phone calls. Let's go to the phones and speak with Carol. Carol, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? Hi. I just wanted to say um, I appreciate a lot of the suggestions, but um, one thing, I don't know if you, anybody's called in about it, I called in late, is mental illness. Um, I don't know if you know how lenient the, mentally, the mental illness laws are now, but you have to prove that someone's going to kill themselves or somebody else within 30 days to get help in order to keep them even. So I've, you know, I've, I, I worked with mentally ill, and I've done like a, a ton of 302s, and I've seen so many people put right back on the street. They kept them for three days and then put them right back. But... That's another issue. If you're going to do um, background checks, are they going to include that, or is HIPAA going to not allow it? That's a good point. So, Carol, no, wait. So, so how do you prove that? How do you how do you prove that someone's going to kill themselves? You, know, that you can't. You can't. Yeah. That's it. You cannot. And that's because the laws. Before, I, in fact, I teased my husband. I said, "I know what to say in order to get you committed." Well, <laughs> 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 you could commit anybody, but now it's just almost it's impossible. So we've got these mentally ill kids that are being abused at because kids watch violence. I mean, I tried to watch something on TV the other day. I put, I changed channels 20 times. Uh-huh. It was all violent, blood, killing, or, or investigating somebody. We made agree. a monster with the media. But my one suggestion I do have is 
there was a kid at the school that said he knew this kid was going to do something like this. Yeah. And one was just, another attack was just thwarted because another kid said that this kid was bragging about his guns. I think that's one way you got to get kids really attuned to what kids are saying or if this kid's acting really sick, you know, or really saying stuff like, I got 10 guns under my bed. I mean, they've really got to step up and say, this kid said this. And it, I hate to say, you know, I hate to say it, but it might save their lives. No, that's a good point. But the FBI investigated this guy twice already. Yeah. Uh, at least he was on the radar, they said, twice. But, you know, it's true. So I, I would imagine, though, if kids go, you know what, uh, I know that guy's crazy, but he's not bothering me right now, so I don't want to get involved in this thing. I'm just going to, you know, do my own life. I think that's probably the response of a lot of kids. Everybody knows a lot of crazy people, right? So what are you going to do? Call the cops on every crazy person you know? Because uh, there's a lot of crazy people out there. 800-320-8255. There might be a lot of crazy people in here. Yeah, <laughs> in this room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we've got time for one or two more calls. Marty, uh, you're live on the air with us. Give us your thoughts. Hi, I'm from Ohio, and uh, I'm old enough to remember uh, prayer and Bible reading in school, things diverted uh, since that was removed. There's nothing that's foolproof, but uh, we're, we're barking up the wrong tree. Let me give you, for instance, if... Uh, uh, driving too fast if you're five miles over the speed limit they automatically take your car sell it and give it to the local mayor i know that's a ludicrous uh, example yes, but do you think people would slow down i yeah. think they would <laughs> we need to look at the penalty phase how about if we change the federal law uh if you do a mass shooting in a public place automatically we'll give you a maximum 30 days it could be adjusted a little bit one way or another to have your trial and if execution is your sentence, there's no appeals. It gets carried out within 72 hours. Advertise that heavily. Teach that in the schools at a young age as well as when they're teaching them uh, active shooter. And it would take very, uh, very short time to find out that while wow, there is a penalty, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, but Marty, the problem is, I mean, you know, most of these guys commit suicide, so they don't even care. I mean, life is just cheap at that point. Yeah, but many of them do. And it's not just guns. If you take guns away, then it's going to be knives. It will be, uh, uh, you know, Molotov cocktails. It'll, you know, it'll be anything. Uh, but, but there's no way to eliminate it all. But we've got to get tough in the penalty phase and not let these people that do this uh, live for 20, 30, 40 years and, and then uh, uh, wipe out their sentence and let them live a natural life. All right. Thanks for your phone call. Okay. So, all right. Lot, listen, we appreciate everybody who called. Right. What's, there was a lot of sanity in these conversations. I, I have not heard a saner conversation anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, anywhere in any radio forum, and I've listened to everything I could today. This thank is you. the absolute sanest. I think I just want to thank all of you for just being willing to have um, a serious conversation that is hard is hard to have. It's hard to. It's hard to say these things. It's hard to come up against someone with whom you disagree and still do it respectfully. And you did that. And we appreciate it very much. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We're going to talk about a pastor who has been imprisoned in Turkey. And uh, it's a really difficult, sad situation. But stay, stay around for this conversation. 
it's pretty typical to have moisture in your basement, especially in the Pittsburgh area. Energy Swing's Steve Rennekamp on a new way to build a better basement. In conventional basement finishing, people put up two-by-fours, put fiberglass insulation in it, and then put drywall on it and paint it. Every one of those things is organic. It will absorb moisture, and over time, they will start to deteriorate and grow mold. In our total basement systems, there's no organic materials used. There's nothing there that will absorb moisture, and without moisture being absorbed, there's no mold. This is a system that has been used throughout the country for 20 years, so it's got a lot of history, a lot of track record, and we feel very fortunate to be able to handle it in the Pittsburgh area. For most people, their basements are sort of empty space that they're not utilizing. This allows you to use that space productively, and it's a great-looking system when it's done. Right now, get 20% off your new finished basement with Energy Swing's Total Basement Finishing System. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com. It's a new year and a big year here at Calusi Chevrolet because the team at Calusi is now entering their 100th year in business. Hi, this is Tunch Elkin for my friends at Calusi. With the International Auto Show happening right here in the Berg, the savings on the entire lineup of Chevy cars and trucks are unbeatable. Right now you can save over six thousand one hundred dollars on select 2018 malibus in stock must qualify see dealer for details and remember they're easy to find online at calusi.com chevrolet find new roads there's a man his name is andrew brunson Pastor Brunson has been imprisoned in Turkey for some time now. It's a sad, very odd story. Here to talk to us about Andrew Brunson is Sandra Jolly. Sandra is vice chair of the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom. She visited Pastor Brunson in jail in Turkey in October. And uh, vice chair, we welcome you to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Sandra, before we start our conversation, for our listeners who don't know about Andrew Brunson, Andrew Brunson is 48 years old, a Christian missionary who's lived in... I believe he's turned 50 in prison. Wow. Okay. Andrew Brunson is now 50 years old. I have incorrect information here, even though this was just published today. Yes, Um, he just had his birthday in prison. Okay. Christian missionary who's lived in Turkey for more than 20 years. That's important to know. It's not like he just showed up there and this happened. Lived in Turkey for more than 20 years. He and his wife, Noreen, had long sought permanent residency for their family. They have three kids. But on October 7th, 2016, they were summoned to the country's Ministry of Interior, and they assumed that the summons was an update on their request for residency, but instead, Andrew was spirited away to a detention facility for terrorism suspects. Now, the government claimed that he had abetted the failed coup in 2016, but nobody familiar with Andrew or this small congregation he pastors has any idea why the Turkish government would associate him with a plot to overthrow the government. Sandra, do I have correct information? Yes, basically, that's the story. Okay, so what do we know at this point? Um, Do we have any further information on why Andrew was associated with uh, a coup attempt or or any government insurrection at all? Um, Well, there's absolutely no evidence that Pastor Brunson was associated in any way with any wrongdoing um, in his 20, 24 years. living and working and ministering in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some quote-unquote secret evidence, a secret witness of some kind, um, but Pastor Brunson 
and has been given absolutely no evidence. And no information. So, Sandra, I'm watching the Olympics, and I see that uh, part of the Olympics is sponsored by the Turkish airline. And I wonder, I mean, what is our relationship with the government of Turkey? They're free to operate, free to make money here in the United States. We're supposed to be allies. Right. So, Yeah, they're a NATO ally. Yeah, so how does that even work? wonders that same thing. So you went to visit uh, Pastor Brunson in prison in October. Talk about the conditions that he's living in. Um, As a commissioner on the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, one of the things that we do is we travel to countries who have religious freedom violations to do fact-finding tours. Another thing that we do is we monitor prisoners of conscience. And so when we began organizing our trip um, last year to Turkey, we made uh, requests to meet with the pastor, and we were repeatedly refused. Um, In the middle of our trip, we received um, an okay that we had been given permission. So we left Istanbul and overnighted to Izmir and went to Kirklar Maximum Prison. Um, It was a very thorough security check, as you can imagine, to go in there. We found Pastor Brunson um, not in good shape. Physically, he's lost 50 pounds. Um, You can imagine his emotional state. Um, He's given he he's not been he's not been tortured he's not been mistreated physically but psychically he's in a very bad very bad place um he live he lives in a cell at the, at that time there were two other Turkmen who were also accused of some ghoulinist activities. Right now I understand he's just with one other one other person, has very little interaction, um, and speaks English for one hour a week uh, when his wife is able to come and see him. Approximately once a month, every few weeks, he has contact with a representative from the embassy. The embassy's been fantastic in trying to meet his needs and support him. But the fact remains that um, by his own admission, he's not doing well. I see. So then, Vice Chair, what power then does the United States government have to put on the Turkish government to stop this travesty? Um, well, I can tell you that my fellow commissioner, Christina Ariaga, who was with me in our entire commission, um, ever since we came back, we've been, we've been barking up every possible avenue that we, that we can. Yesterday we met with, um, the vice president's office. Um, the the vice president has, um, we were assured well, we know that he's brought up this issue at the highest levels. Um, I don't know. One of the things that we, we brought to them yesterday was a list of some of the prisoners who have been released from other countries, French journalists, yes. um, German citizens, whatever. And they said yes, but they don't have the person 
that this country wants, which is um, Imam Gulen, and he lives here. So he and he lives here in our state of Pennsylvania, uh, as I understand it. And so, it, I mean, this is mystifying to me, Vice Chair. This is supposed to be the greatest democracy in the Middle East, and. Um, or the greatest Muslim democracy in the Middle East, and I, this is this is not something a democracy does. I mean, and so, do you think that this is a part of a a pastor exchange? Okay, so we'll take yours so that you give us ours. Um. Well, Erdogan had, just a few weeks before we came, he made an explicit statement to to that. You know exactly that thing. You have a pastor. We have a pastor. You know, <clears throat> you can look up the exact statement. Um, since then, of course, they've tried to walk that back, and we've been assured that that's there's no quid pro quo. But there clearly is. There clearly is. And so I'm sorry, so Vice Chair, go back, clarify this. Then why does the Turkish people want this pastor living here in Pennsylvania? Um. They are asserting that Fatullah Gulen was behind the coup attempt in July of 2016. That he was a mastermind. Yes, they they believe that he that he was fully implicated. He was at at one point very close with Erdogan, and uh, there was a falling away. He's been in self exile here. Um, he's a very influential man. Um, but what, you know, what they would like to have happen is they want, they want him turned over to Turkish authorities. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not in a position to speak what he did or didn't do or what should be done, but that is the reality. And most likely, uh, I would think that this is not going to happen. This, this pastor would not go back to Turkey. In my opinion, it's not likely. I I I can't really give you. In, I don't know any yes. of the ins and outs of what's going on behind the scenes. I know what we're being told. Um, whether there's more to it or not, I know what the embassy's being told. There's no evidence that he's going to be sent back. Sandra Jolly is our guest, vice chair of the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom. Uh, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson apparently meets with Turkish officials today. Uh, do you know the subject of Andrew Brunson? Will it come up? I certainly hope so. Um, Secretary of State has expressed interest in this case before, um, and I would expect him to bring it up today. Um, I'll be surprised if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'll be disappointed if he doesn't because this ha- I'll tell you that the, the Turkish officials are feeling they know they know this country is upset. I will tell you Congress is upset. Everyone we meet with on the hill, they're furious and they're they're uh, Senator Langford is ready to go to the next step. He's done talking. he's 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 suggesting sanctions. Mm-hmm. Well, Sandra, thank you very much for being with us. I guess my last question for you, and perhaps this is one that you can't answer, but what can we do for Andrew Brunson? Um, 
Boy, I'll tell you, I wish I knew. We are raising his name everywhere we can. We, we came back. We're the only two Americans. We're the, outside of his family and his attorney and the consul. We're the only people that have seen this man. We are talking to anyone who will listen to us. We've approached the Turkish. The day after uh, we were in Izmir, we went to Ankara. We pleaded with our government interlocutors to, at the minimum, get him out of there, put him under house arrest, give him psychological support um, until such time as he can be freed. Uh, we're, we're, there's no one listening. I, I, we're getting no response. We get a few little talking points from everybody in the Turkish government, hmm. and they say, you know, very, we're, you know, we have a very distinct and separate judiciary. So, I, I wish I could. I wish I could answer your question. I would. I would advise every American who knows about Pastor Brunson to pray for him, to speak to their representatives at every level, to write to our president and our vice president and our representatives and our senators, and let them know that this is something that that this country is collectively raising up to them. Vice Chair Sandra Jolly, thank you so much for your time here today. We greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. To raise the awareness about Andrew Brunson, imprisoned right now in Turkey, of course, prayer. But there's also more sure, we can do. For sure. The the article I was reading from earlier in our interview is from the Weekly Standard. It's the um, It was posted this morning at 5, 10 a.m. about Secretary of State Rex Tillerson's meeting with Turkish officials. And um, I'll be happy to post that on our Facebook page if you'd like some more details. It does, however, uh, say that Andrew Brunson is 48 years old. And I'm happy to say that Sandra Jolly, uh, vice chair, knew better and was able to correct me. He is 50 years old, um, lived in Turkey for more than 20 years, and now under house arrest. Our job to contact our representatives and to pray for Andrew Brunson. During Aaron's anniversary this February, you're going to be blown away with six months same as cash. And this weekend only during our President's Day event, we've got a daily mystery offer for you. For just $1 or $5 or $20, you can get started leasing to own furniture, electronics, and appliances with no credit needed and free delivery and setup. Visit a participating Aaron store or errands.com this Thursday through Monday to discover the daily mystery offer. Transaction advertised as a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. You can't change the whole world, but you can be part of the change in the world for a child living in poverty by becoming a Compassion International Child Sponsor. You can choose a child to sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. That's Compassion.com slash radio. Well, thanks for so many of you weighing in in our conversation today about what to do with the uh, violence crisis we have in America. I think generally the consensus here for all of us is that it's a heart matter. Yep. Well, I wrote down the suggestion of every person who called yeah. today. So this is what people said. This is, this, is, this is what we need in America. We have a need for parenting. 
We need to get rid of violence in video games. We need to get rid of violence in media. There's a lack of respect in America. There's a lack of firearms training in America. There's a lack of security in schools. It's too easy to buy a gun. There's lack of understanding and follow through in mental illness, especially when it comes to encouraging people to take their medication. My mom just weighed in on that. God isn't in schools. And lastly, the penalty phase for any crime like this should be carried out swiftly. That's what our listeners said today. I think that's okay. a wrap up. Well, thank you. Uh, we go to the phone calls, uh, a very contentious issue. But they were respectful Calm heads and good. And I'm really, I'm really gratified by that. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, uh, tomorrow's show, uh, we're, we're going to try to get back in touch with Andy Crouch. So that's the first thing that we'll try to do. Yeah, I mean, um, and of course we're talking about Jubilee, which is next Friday as well, where Andy will right. be. So, and we'll be talking about Jubilee Professional next Friday, which Andy will also be, along yeah. with Luke Bobo and uh, Dan Allender, and I'll be your co-MC for that day. So please, if you haven't registered for Jubilee Professional, which is next Friday, please do so at plf dot org. Um, also, the conversation continues on Facebook um, mm-hmm. or on Twitter, if you uh, are willing to weigh in. Yeah, and. and- Live in, social, live in the world of social media. And in the meantime, I think a little Olympic watching is in order. All right? Heck yeah. Let's watch some... Is there more half-pipe? Because that's all I really kind of want to do. No, half-pipe's over, isn't is it? Is it? Yeah, both the men and women are over. All Unless right. they do... Do they do Paris half-pipe now? Wouldn't that be nice? Be like figure skating last night? The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.